You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the AVO group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. But welcome again, Workshop Wednesday. Today, we're going to be talking about leveraging partnerships. Now, we're not talking about leveraging a business partnership. We're talking about networking and, and creating partnerships. And Carrie, you've actually taught classes on this, right? <laughs> so you can do this like... with your eyes closed. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead and close I... that. <laughs> I, yeah. So I feel like I um, this is my favorite topic, but I think every week I say that, so it's getting old. But trust me, this is my favorite topic. This is really your favorite topic. They're really, this really is my favorite topic. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I can relate to many of you who are tuned in, who are like, what's the, how do you pronounce it? Solopreneurs. Is that the right way to say it? And yeah. feeling, feeling quite small and overwhelmed with all the um, options of QuickBooks and every day there's a new product they've merged with or added or feature and it's a lot to keep up with. Back when I started supporting QuickBooks, we only had QuickBooks Pro Desktop. So the updates just slowly, slowly happen. And then when QBO hit the scene and that was designed to add apps, all of a sudden we can offer like what a mountain of solutions for different industries. So it became obvious to me and that I had to do something. I couldn't, I couldn't be the expert in everything as much as I tried. Did you kind of find the same thing, Dan? I know you were in the, yeah, I'm, a bit, I'm, a, I'm an anomaly uh, <laughs> where I, I kind of um, worked today. my way through into it. Uh, in different departments, you know, started off with QuickBooks desktop and then went into the point of sale support world. Um, so I just kind of picked up things as I as I went along and just uh, remembered things. And the main thing that I remembered is that it's too much to know. Um, I don't need to know the answers. I just need to know where to go to find the answers. And that could be that could be Google. That could be um, you know knowledge base articles. That could be school of bookkeeping. Uh, <laughs> so there's, there's all sorts of places to go to find the answers. Uh, you just don't need to know them all at the, at the, off the top of your head. So that was, that was kind of like my path through the inner workings of, of Intuit. And then of course, the last 10 years, I was talking to folks like you, like an accountant. Uh, so that would call in and need help. So it was really a good way to apply all of those all of those things because sometimes they would call about enterprise. Sometimes they would call about QBO. Sometimes they would call about payments, uh, payroll, all of those things that feed into uh, QuickBooks. And occasionally I got the point of sale call too. So got to keep my uh, teeth sharpened, I guess is the, <laughs> the phrase uh, so that it just kept uh, staying, um, you know, current with me. So, um, so here we are. Uh, so, so now you have an interesting perspective because you actually created a network of partners um, through your 
through your history with uh, with your 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 parent company, Complete Business Group, right? Right, and and then I learned this word that makes everybody anxious. So don't freak out when I use this. It's like the word balance sheet. People are like, what is it? So there's this word niche, niche, niche. How do you, however you pronounce it? I did niche. under, I did find out that either pronunciation is correct. It's just there you go. whichever you prefer, so potato, you, potato. If you'd like to sound fancy, you can say niche. And if you want to sound like me, you say Niche, niche, niche. Anyway, let's move on. So when people would say, what's your specialty? I would break out in hives because I didn't want to make my net so narrow that when I fished, I only got, you know, one little baby minnow. So, um, you know, you could get as specific as I will only support cigar shops. But um, what I did was I, I learned that there were certain, when I went over my history of customers, I thought, okay, which ones made me happy and enjoy what I do? Now, if the answer is none, then you're in the wrong business. And that can happen too. And that's fine because bookkeeping isn't for everyone or accounting or setting up QuickBooks. There's different pieces of it that you could get involved in. You know, it would just be the website guy. I mean, there's different parts of what you can do. Um, but when I thought about the projects I really loved, it doesn't really sound like dentist or restaurants. It I love getting, uh, having a customer come across my desk that has tried to set it up and failed. Why? Because I can put it all back together. So I loved when someone would come to me because in my past life prior to QuickBooks, I learned how to do payroll and how to set it up and how to make it work and make sure that quarterly returns balance are beautiful and are good to go. I knew how to do that from beginning to end. So I knew how important it was to put people in full service payroll, but to get there, they can't do it unless you have a good agent that does support. And often they don't know the ins and outs of how to set it up. So I've had customers come to me with one to 200 customer uh, employees with 401k, pre-tax, post-tax, and all that nastiness and how to get it set up. And they did everything wrong. We're literally, we had to take that sweater and, and take all those rows of knitting out and start over because they skipped crucial steps and created a nightmare that the IRS would have had a lot of fun with. So those are the kind of projects I love. Now, you have to have a customer that's willing to pay. Not everybody's willing to pay. So that's the first one that I realized I love those. And the second one is setting up inventory and it's the same idea. If they've already knit that sweater and they've done it all screwed up, all the reporting is wrong. So I'd have to go and, and perform surgery. Absolutely love doing that. Now, is a customer willing to pay up to $10,000 for me to do that? Probably not. But those are the kind of customers that I learned I love. Now, somebody calls me and says, I've got a uh, nonprofit and I need to track donations and I need a balance sheet by class. And I know I can tell them what product to go in, but I don't really ew. So I found my very first partner at a conference that said, I love that stuff. We're sitting at lunch. And I, and I said, Oh, these nonprofits are coming across my desk. What do I do? So that's the journey of how I started my very first partner. So you like, uh, like the, you're, you're like in, if we want to use a Danalogy here, uh, you're, this is like food prep. Like you're, you're, you're making a recipe. You would prefer to do the prep work 
and get it all chopped up. And then the business owner then just compiles the ingredients and then poof, you have a souffle or, <laughs> or a cake right. or yeah, whatever. They do the baking. They do the actual cooking. Uh, we don't want to talk about cooking the books though, but we do, <laughs> yeah. they do the actual cooking, <clears throat> but you Make do it. the actual prep work and, and, uh, you know, like, um, like the food network, you know, they make it seem so easy. Like, Oh, look, I just happen to have a whole thing of, of yeah. onions chopped for me here. And I just dump it pre-measured in. So that's, right. that's kind of like what you specialize in. And I'm, I'm kind of very similar to that. I, I prefer, the the setup stuff you know uh, the conversion you know getting them from one platform to the other or getting it uh you know set up implementation uh so that they're you know uh automatically set up for, set up for success <laughs> right so they it's don't like, need my participation you know yeah. after after the fact now um so um so to that end you found uh someone that would like to work with them after you have it all set up because you've done the prep work for them. I need a, I need a cook or chef uh, to, to actually, you know, do the, do the routine stuff, checking the oven, making sure that (laughs) it hasn't spilled out over and caused a bigger mess. Right. Right. And if I've set up the client so that they can be self-sufficient, sometimes they may just say, can you just check in on me before I get my, send my stuff to my accountant and I can just make sure that they haven't messed up the settings for inventory and payroll. And I, I do my magic to it to make sure the balance sheet is, is right. And then send that to the tax preparer. That doesn't, I'm not the kind of, I don't really, I love doing bank racks. I don't have time to do the bookkeeping. Now, if they had asked for that, guess what? I have a whole network of bookkeepers that I could say, who wants to do this one? It's, um, a construction accounting and they can raise their hand if they have time on their plate. So it's, it's so nice to build a resource network of people that provide the same level of customer service as you and understand that when you are handing them over that you want them, you know, to make you look good. Now I did find that it's real easy to just say, Oh, here's my nonprofit person. If you take the time to build the trust, do a Zoom call with your customer and the new uh, partner you're working with to do their part of the cooking the book, so to speak, making the souffle. Um, if you give them their part and you can say, I'm here for the balance sheet stuff, but she's going to help do the donation setup or she's going to take over. Don't just toss them to the, you know, just don't do it via email. It's an easier sell if you do it and you do a personal hand, a warm handoff, I found, right. and just assuming that they're going to take over. Right. So it's me, not like a... You know, think about a relay race, you know, there's a process to passing the baton uh, so that it's nice and smooth and they don't break stride. Uh, if you just get to the point of where you're going to, okay, it's your turn, take the, <laughs> toss it to them. They may drop it. They may, you know, there's a, there's a procedure and that, uh, that's what you're referring to there. It, and so, it's, speaking, speaking of that, I just it just made me think of another thing where it's really good to do follow up with your customers. And if you're going to just literally, you know, have that understanding with your partner. Is this going to be your partner from here on out? Are you going to what are be real clear about what parts you're going to deal with, and um, and send feedback to the customers or reach out and say how did that go? Because you certainly don't want to partner up with somebody that ghosts 
the client. And I've had that happen too. With, you're just too, you're certain that they're going to do a good job. So stay active and part of the process. Um, and then everybody wins. Now, um, obviously we can't meet and, and, and partner together at this stage of the game because, you know, you know, you need to be socially distant these days. <laughs> um, but you built those those relationships at conferences and and you know physical meetings and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, you and I have a have a different perspective on on uh, networking groups like uh, yes. BNI or Chamber of Commerce and those types of things. Um, where I've had a great experience in my my networking group, you you not so much. Um, but BNI is is a, a nationally, it's actually a world world largest networking group. Uh, there, but you know, there's a pros and cons uh, to that. I mean, the costs. There's a there's a cost involved. Uh, you there's there's a, a forced networking, I guess, <laughs> where they meet every week and they talk about their business, and and that's how you get to know, like, and trust people. Uh, but if you're talking about the partnerships that you're dealing with, where like I need a I need a bookkeeper uh, for the stuff that I'm dealing with, you're probably not going to find that kind of partnership. Uh, in that kind of organization. Now, one of our members and one of our great friend, mutual friends, Susan Humphreys, she uses um, Chamber of Commerce to to find and seek out um, IT people. Like yes. she just goes for them solely for uh, for for IT. And, and what she'll do is she'll go, you know, find someone there, you know, because they love to mix with food. Um, and and she'll she'll go looking specifically for for uh, computer technicians and just say hey you make computers work i make quickbooks work we need each other and then just exchange information and and that's how she's built partnerships um you know so those strategic partnerships in that regard um you know think about everything that a business actually needs to to work with and you can connect with those those types of people in that that kind of contact sphere and, and pass clients back and forth where you specialize in one, one area of that business uh, as far as the business services. And then you've got, you know, a website guy that you, you know, you work back and forth with or um, you know, promotional products guy that, you know, you, you work with or the it. Um, so those, those strategies are, are, are utilized uh, or, or, or that's another possibility of, of building uh, and leveraging uh, partnerships. And, and that's my those, perspective. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Is <laughs> I, I love interrupting. I don't know if you've noticed that. But, um, and when the thought hits me, I'm like, oh, it's going to leak out of my brain. So, uh, so keep in mind the return of investment. Like BNI works for Dan. He can track where he's got his leads from and make sure it's worth the investment and so forth. And, and Susan can do that as well with Chamber of Commerce. Um, sometimes with partners too, you could just have this mutual agreement. You, you know, you give me one, I give you one back and forth and don't exchange uh, a commission. Or if it's heavy on one end or the other, work out some sort of a fair commission that, that makes it, makes everybody feel good about it so that you're not taking advantage of somebody that's, um, you know, it's one-sided versus the other. Um, now you did mention something about you know focusing on a niche. So um, there, there's oh. a great advantage of of doing that, where you know you get into the legal profession, for example. You know you start to know everything about the legal profession, 
now you're a a trusted advisor when it comes yes. to uh, you know accounting and bookkeeping and managing a practice in that particular uh, uh, industry. So Definitely. you know you, you you get really deep into the apps that they need and and you can make those recommendations. So you know when a when an attorney comes to you, you basically got a whole menu of of options that you can work specifically with them. So, you know, you can start building those partnerships with other industry professionals who are nonprofit, for example, or construction. So now you've got um, a a referral network built in that way where you can just kind of pass, okay, well, like I know that I'm gonna take care of my legal, legal people, but you know, not so much with uh, with a with a general contractor, but I got a yeah. I got a partner that that we can work with, and then again, you know, pass the baton, uh, working with them. What were you gonna add to that? Or yes, so leaks speaking, out? Of, speaking <laughs> of that, I tried not to interrupt. Speaking <laughs> of that, it's very important once you select what your niche is that you invest in yourself and you find out you come up with the right tech stack and you have one for QBO and you have one for desktop and be flexible. Or if you only want to do QBO, find someone who wants to do the desktop version with the right apps, but figure it out and be the expert. There's so many apps out there and there's nobody. We don't have a big deep resource of go-to people. So um, whatever niche you pick, niche, um, that you pick one or two that you know every, you are the person if I need to call and say, nonprofit, you say, oh, this is the product we recommend. And not only recommend because you met them at a conference and they gave you good swag, but because you know how to set them up and you're setting up the customer for success. So be that person. You can take that one step further. You can create a Facebook group, you can create a LinkedIn group, and you can carry on conversations where you're giving away proper information without giving everything away. Um, Answer questions, be that go-to person, build that Build your credibility, build your reputation, build your brand as the go-to person for whatever it is. Um, and that's where you're going to naturally find customers or more pro-advisors that um, need help, like us. We don't want to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, need those, we don't want someone that just learned this new app and loves it because they got a soft t-shirt. We want someone that really <laughs> knows it. Soft t-shirts. Like <laughs> yeah, you love those soft t-shirts. <laughs> we, we that's are, like the quality. Crazy. I mean, that's that's like a quali- uh, qualification for 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 you know vendors. Do you, do you, yeah, for vendors. Do you, is your is your shirt soft? <laughs> t t-shirts set the bar high on that, and did very. They did excellent marketing. So we all copy them, and you know, <laughs> I, I think it was like a secret what company they used. So we all looked in the tag, and we got on the phone, and we found <laughs> it. Next level. <laughs> Exactly. So you can do it. You can get the soft t-shirt, but no, we really need to know the the product so that the customer set up for success and isn't running mad that some, you know, somebody gave them a bad recommendation. All right. So So I put the, um, put your blog that you wrote on, uh, on your complete mark, complete business partner site uh, in the, in the comments for, for reference. And, and one thing that we're trying to do at school of bookkeeping is build uh, that let you know that 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 um, learning center. network. Well, that network oh. of of business 
uh, of businesses that are in in a specific niche niche (laughs) so uh, on on schoolofbookkeeping.com is a business directory Uh, as a member of of school of bookkeeping you can create a listing uh, or if you're not a member you can go and find that listing Um, so you can search that search that listing there um, and, and find that um, kind of vetted partner. Um, so you can put a listing in there if you're a member of, of School of Bookkeeping and, and specify what niche you specialize in. Um, and then if you're not a member, you can go and, and search that for, okay, I'm looking for a real estate person that can, that can really help me set up uh, QBO or desktop or something else even. Um, so yeah. that's that's something that you can do in in schoolofbookkeeping.com. Um, I'm going to put the the business directory uh, as a as a link in the comments, so you can uh, go and check it out and uh, you know see what give see what feedback. there is there. Yeah, give well, us your, give us your feedback. Um, even setting up a free trial, you can create the uh, the business uh, listing and directory there as well. So. Uh, those are the things that we're kind of talking about today with uh, leveraging those partnerships and, and building a network and, and building partnerships between uh, you and other other people. And I yeah. failed to Go. mention the biggest one of all, Dan. Oh. <laughs> Don't leave money on the table. Sign up to be partners in any of the products you recommend. Um, my parent company, whatever I call my other CBG, <laughs> We have, we're one of the leading partner programs for pro advisors that you can join. There's others, not just me, um, but there's others and they give you an opportunity to earn commission on products you're already recommending. So don't leave money on the table. Um, You can work out your own partnership with other people and support stuff to see a way that you can earn money on that or just, I give one to Dan and he gives one to me. Uh, If that's all up to you, all the vendors uh, generally have partner programs. You know, join join the the different ones um, that that offer it. And if you just love it, some of them don't offer it. Just recommend it and move on. Mm-hmm. They offer so, it. Don't miss out. Right, right. That's a that's a great ad there because sometimes you just recommend it based on what you like and not even realizing that they have a referral yeah. link or or some kind of partner program that you can. Uh, participate in usually it's uh, low cost or no cost uh, yeah, because it's um, it's business um, you know it's business that they're missing out on as you are recommending their their product uh, to them uh, so those are um, so that's really kind of what we want to talk about today with leveraging partnerships today uh, next week we're going to go switch back to the the workshop demonstration you know types of things we're we're going to talk about the handling retainers and deposits. In, in QuickBooks and how we how how that actually handles. So uh, join us again next week for another Workshop Wednesday. And it's always great to see you on the ABO group. And, uh, you know, you can watch us on YouTube and also on schoolbookkeeping.com. That's right. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.